0: Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, where our hearts are our master. A production of CosmicReality.com. And welcome to Cosmic Reality Radio Show. It is uh, Election Day, November 8th, 2022. And my name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is um, Walt Silva and Dolly Howard and Nicholas D. And I hope it says we're on the air and it says Shungite, not Cosmic Reality. So let's do that and hopefully everything's working right. Um, okay, so... What do you know,
1: Walt? <laughs> we had a good show this morning. Yeah, well, well, welcome to Tuesday Energy because Tuesday in Spanish is Martes, so this, today is the day of Mars, God of War. And here we are going to war because uh, the only weapon we got is our discernment and our goodwill, right? So let's go get him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, the last time we had a an election thing, um, we had, we we had a later show. It starts it started at seven, and then so we were able to call out, oh, you know, Trump is winning, Biden winning, you know that type of thing. But this time we're the polls really don't start closing until seven, so we're not going to have that excitement, <laughs> we, as we, they count down, unless somebody wants to turn on the TV at, at 7 o'clock and see what's happening. But it is a rip-roaring election day. Uh, Dolly, hello, and how are you doing? Yes. How are you doing? Okay. Um,
2: when you said the introduction... You want it to be a uh, cosmic reality, don't you? Not Shungite. Show. Oh, or, did I yeah. say that? Oh, okay. It's you said it
0: opposite, yeah. It's the cosmic reality. Hey, what, what can I tell you? In the midst of all this, you know, we got that crazy-ass storm out there, but it doesn't seem to be going to affect me. Um, I, 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 you know, but you got to prepare. So I'm prepared for it, but apparently I'm not going to have to do anything. So I'm very grateful to whatever worked, uh, Nick. I don't know if you heard Chungite show, but when I found out this was happening, I just thought of a C60 molecule all over this storm being filled with love.
3: <laughs> you know, that I, I, I missed the show. I got like <clears throat> last minutes of it, but I saw your email last night. You're talking about this storm, so I guess you're talking about that storm coming to Florida.
0: Right, right. Oh, it's coming to Florida. Dolly knows all about it. It's going to hit her.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's coming right into
2: us. We has we it, just keep putting out landfall? the welcome
1: mat. Has it made landfall already? No, 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 night, no, no, no. Yeah.
0: It won't yeah. until tomorrow night, about 24 hours yeah. away.
1: So but it's a, it's a, a toss-up where it's going to hit? No,
0: right now. No. It, it's going to hit Dolly. <laughs> But the problem with me was I knew that we weren't going to get hit A direct hit And I knew the winds weren't going to be a problem It was the water You know, this is a fairly expansive water system And um, it's just not quite It's going north enough That we're not even getting that apparently According to Sandy (laughs) Uh, Well, we
2: got time yet So hopefully uh, it'll just stay out in the
0: Atlantic I don't think anything says it's going to do that. but you know, I know, I'm, but I'm
2: positive thinking.
0: Oh, oh yeah, we can push it away. We can push it yes, away. Yes, yes. I remember <clears throat> back in, uh, after Andrew, which was 1992, and Brian Norcross was this amazing meteorologist. He stayed up through the entire storm, and they managed to stay live, and he virtually talked people through the storm uh he, i mean a hero he was definitely a hero and, <clears throat> because andrew he, they they were hit with with andrew i mean they were the building got hit they they lost stuff on the building outside of it and even even inside they were like it was weird it was like you know in the middle of the storm and he stayed on and i talked to some of the people that were no n- nobody had an i mean this thing came up in... 48 hours was on top of us and, and it came over. they finally decided it was a category five when it came over. but it was so tight the power of the storm was so tight that the destruction that it did in the eye wall was like two miles of absolute nothing standing. It was it was awful. How people survived it is part of it was because of Brian Norcross talking them down, you know, no, it's going to end. And he'd tell them, okay, we're seeing, a, you know, you're going to get hit with some wind right now, we can see it on the radar, just hunker down, you're going to be, all night long, he just talked them through it. So, a couple of years later, there's another storm, and it, 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 it looked like, you know, oh God, this is going to be another bad one. So, Brian, because he was such a personality, got a hunk of time to be able to talk to people, and he was taking questions from, you know, TV audience. I mean, a, a radio, they were calling in. And he somebody said, well, what, what about that, that high up up there in, in Georgia area? If that came down, wouldn't it turn it to the east? And he said, well, yes, that's actually very, very true, but there's nothing out there saying that that's going to happen. Next time, 24 hours later, he came back and he said, you people did it that high that was talked about you know it it all of a sudden blew up and took the storm and put it east but he <clears throat> this is a meteorologist telling saying that so i've always had a sweet spot in my heart for him because he, he he understood what had happened it was the people thinking about the storm that that one area just build it up build it up make it more so it'll push that storm out and boom it did it did so um but we don't have... Did plans. you know
2: that he's on uh, Fox Weather now?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'd heard that. Oh. Well, I had my, heard My that. mother did it with a snowstorm. I, I forget, I don't know the, what year it was, I don't know if we were, I, if I was working with you, but um, I remember um, this lady, Carol Hemingway, who, it just yes, she is daughter of the writer, she's a world-class astrologer, and uh, at the time... We were corresponding, and uh, she was super concerned. She was glued to the TV because everybody, the meteorologists, everybody was working around the clock. Nobody was taking any time off because there was a major, major snowstorm going to coming in from the Atlantic into Boston, and they were getting ready for the worst. And they were figuring that there were, there were going to be power outages, and they I don't know, they were just thinking of the worst. And I described the situation to my mom, and she did her work with the energy spheres. where she just asked the storm to to turn, and uh, Carol, <laughs> it was so funny. She she wrote back, is like her jaw hit the floor because the meteor. She was uh, looking at the TV screen, and the meteorology was look meteorologists was looking at the radar screen, and they didn't understand what happened. The thing did a 180. It was coming in from the ocean, and just turned around, so they, it never made landfall, the, they were planning for the worst, they said, oh, we're going to be without power for, I don't know, uh, because it, it was a big snowstorm, I, I forget the date, uh, but the, there was one of those, he, she just couldn't believe, she says, I don't understand how this, I said, it's thought and action, you, there's no need to, reason why you can't, but uh, so, uh, an astrologer, but, you know, not believing in the power of the mind and consciousness. She believes in the power of Jupiter and Mars. <laughs> and <laughs> exactly, <moon. laughs> exactly. Everything is mechanical, you know, it's just the stars and this, but... It, think about the mind, think about the energy, think about consciousness. It's not, it's not, you know, the universe is not a clockwork. I know it works like a clockwork, but... uh for example, Dolly is one of our biggest witnesses. How it's not like clockwork anymore now. The moon seems to go where it wants to go, right, Dolly? <laughs> yes, it does. Somebody's driving
2: that sucker.
1: You must yes. have you must have looked at it last night because I, I said to Nancy, I think I've seen. I, I think it was 3 a.m. when I saw it close to the horizon, and it was dark yellowers, and uh, I I said. But it was weird because where it was, I didn't expect it to be there. (laughs) It wasn't where where I'm supposed to see it. But I wasn't
2: up at 3 a.m., but I did notice it last night because I took Doc out. And I I had to go look for it. It wasn't where it was supposed to be. So I finally found it. Here's this um, uh, big-ass blood moon and i had to go hunting for it because it was in the wrong spot <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, geez. yeah that, that's why I, re, I was thinking you know the, these guys did take control of the moon because uh, you must remember because you were just like me and nancy at the time you were listening to the like the uh shows of um uh, uh, this this man simon parks remember his shows oh, when yes, he used to be do. with uh with jp yeah, and I do I remember. remember him saying it, it was, uh, I don't think it was part of the presentation, it was part of his Q&A section, you know, when people would ask questions and JP would would relay the questions, and yeah. somebody asked about that, that business of, that the Earth was receiving a control signal from somewhere else, and, and he said yes, that it was, uh, the, the the control signal was coming from Saturn but it was being relayed. It, the moon was being used as a relay station. And, and then later on, he would say so some they took control of the moon, and they had shut off that relay signal. But now there's, they're talking about this this fellow, this different JP, the military that's with uh, Michael Sella, telling the story of, of some moon of Jupiter crashing into Jupiter, so I, whatever I, whatever control mechanism was there, I think it must have been brought down or something.
2: Well, I heard that the white hats have taken it over. Mm. I don't know where, uh, but mm. that's what the latest I heard on the moon's activities. and And the sun the other day. I was in the pool and I laid back. And I happened to catch the sun, and I swear, I swear, I saw the sun and another sun right right beside it, kind of overlapping it. Like but that. then I thought, maybe it's just a optical illusion what I'm seeing.
1: <laughs> I, no, the, the sun doesn't have a... a, a sister star what happens is that they did the the same way that you have that tidal lock with the moon where the same face of the moon is always facing the earth Mm -hmm. well that's uh, um, alex collier explains that they the um, the alien races had to do it because there was a major war on earth i mean that was that's what gave birth to the different races on this earth you have the black races the the red the yellow the white it happened because it was a, a a big, huge nuclear war, and uh, the, uh, the the white race. It's funny, genetically speaking, they are the weakest one. They they took their refuge underground, so the, I don't know how many, I don't know if centuries or more they spent underground. Uh, but that's uh, that's what happened. So in order to protect the, in order to let the planet heal and protected from so much energy coming from two suns, because there are two suns, what they did, they did a tidal lock on the planet, so when the planet is rotating around the sun, the the companion star is always on the far side, so you don't see it because it's on the other side of the sun. But I think because of all the energy changes, and and I, I know that Posse can correct me on this one, with all the energy changes that are happening, and all the accelerations... That are happening, the Earth is beginning to move out of that alignment, out of that tidal lock, and people are starting to get glimpses of the companion star. That's why some people are seeing two stars, and it's not, and it's the most common thing in the universe. Did you know that the majority of star systems where they have planets, they are they are binary star systems. A single a single star by itself is kind of a, a rarity. Most star star systems that are planets, they have these two stars.
2: What's moving out of its orbit,
1: the now, sun? It's or? Not moving out of the orbit. It's just a, a, because it's changing the, the the speed of the Earth around the sun is changing. You're starting to get glimpses of the star that's on the other side. Normally, you don't see it because it's always sitting on the other side. The sun is always in the middle, and the. So, the alien species did it on purpose to protect the Earth from getting so much radiation. But now, so
2: the sun? No, the Earth is moving, and we're seeing different suns.
1: The the Earth is moving a little bit faster in its orbit, so now you're starting to see the other sun. In fact, oh. I know they don't they don't talk about it because they're not supposed to let the public know. But for example, those all those uh, military that have gone to Mars. They can say it in Mars they can see the two two stars because mars is not uh is it's not in a tidal lock they they can see the two suns, but they don't they don't tell us you know like so many stuff that they don't tell us
2: yeah thank so, you Russell <coughs> so uh. So, tonight, do you think that the moon is going to turn color? <laughs> I didn't see it turn color, uh, Walt. It was bright white when I saw it.
1: When I saw it, it, it was it was yellow. Oh. It was, it, it was touching the roofs. Oh, where I am, there are no, no tall buildings here. This is not like New York where you're surrounded by skyscrapers. Um, this is just one-story buildings everywhere, in every, in every direction. And at the time that I saw it, it was beginning to hit the edge of the, of the roof of the, of the house in the distance, and it was yellow.
2: Like a harvest moon?
1: I don't know what a harvest moon is.
2: Oh, that's when the moon is yellow. Oh. Find you
1: yellow.
2: Huh. Really Interesting. I I would like to someday meet the guy who drives the moon.
1: (laughs) I would! Let's hope he doesn't drink while he drives.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if he's an alien or if he's like a marine or one of our army peoples. I wonder what what kind of a being it is who's the moon driver
1: i bet you i bet you they get a button you know you know the uh, boy, boy scouts every time they make an achievement they get some kind of badge you know oh, yeah. like knitting badge or or <laughs> hammering wood right, badge right, or something camping badge yeah. i bet you they, they get a button that says i drove the moon <laughs> <laughs> and they put it on the, on their co- the coffee cup Says, oh, I drove the moon, you know.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I got a, I got a badge or I don't, a sticker when I voted that said I voted early,
1: uh, and I forgot what it said under
2: Brevard County or, I don't know, I forgot what it said under.
1: Have you seen? I, I don't know if you, I, I I look, I see the um, YouTube in my TV set because I have a Roku device you know that I know it, it when I'm when I'm choosing to watch a movie I have to put up with the commercials and I just saw the, the voting commercial that the, the Democratic Party did god that's horrible you know they 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 feature uh a gay couple—you mean a couple of lesbians—waking up early in the morning, and the kids greeting the parents, the oh. two women, and then there's another one. There's a little boy dressed like a little girl, laughing to the camera. Oh! And I'm like, this is this is what they're selling, this is the the agenda that they're pushing forward. Are these it's, people like insane? It's <laughs> not right. <laughs> is it part of the movie
3: again to? wake up people i mean or
1: make you <laughs> or make your stomach turn <laughs> well <clears throat> did you guys get
0: involved with the trump uh rally last night in ohio this was no the, the, i think... the, okay this was fun so what happened was that i i've got um waters i guess it was waters of some and he said um we're, we're going to be monitoring the Trump rally uh, because he's supposed to be making a big announcement. Okay? And so all through the Fox, you know, normal thing, they kept shooting, you know, a look at the at the rally. Well, I had the rally on the computer, so I was watching it live, and I was listening to Fox at the same time. And what, what the big announcement was is that he's going to make a big announcement next on the 15th next week <laughs> from, from largo right okay but you know and, and and he's and he's he's doing things like oh my oh look at all the oh look at all the fake pe- pe- uh, fake media out there oh there's a lot of them tonight gee a lot of them tonight and i'm going this sucker has set these people up big announcement at the rally so they're all covering it you know, at least Fox was doing, you know, like I say, it was, it went through three shows with him, his rally being, you know, brought up every once in a while. And he gets to the very, very, very end of the of the presentation. And he said, uh, you know, yes, I, I, I ran and I won and then I ran again and I won even, and I had even more votes than any other sitting president ever, ever, ever. And uh, um, and I'm gonna make an announcement on the 15th, okay? <laughs> and I, I I'm I'm sitting here and I'm laughing. I'm going, he, he just set the entire freight media up. But he then, <laughs> <that> <laughs> so master <well>. troller. <laughs> yeah. So but then he did something that I was like, oh, I see what he's done here. Very interesting, because he says that, and then he said and then he, he says, "You've got to understand, you know, we've got to get the Republicans in. I want you to vote for." And he went through every Republican in the nation and gave their names. Oh wow. So what he did was he had a national format, they're all looking at him. At the time that he did this Fox had him on. They were playing him. I'm watching him in, in uh, you know uh, on the computer and 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 he goes through the whole thing and Fo- I know I <laughs> Fox producers must be going what the hell we can't cut it now you know because he's in this he's in this you know and. And and so he he got them all to pay attention to him, and he ran down the litany of Republicans that he needs to be there, so that when he makes his announcement and runs for president, he's got the people there he needs. You know, it was it was it was a classic a classic Trump. And uh, nobody's nobody t- today. I haven't I haven't had time to look much at it today, but I haven't heard anybody saying you know Trump set us up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't watch it that much just long enough to hear him say well Arizona's already starting to have issues and I thought well here we go and then I heard there were like three or four more
1: and uh, I didn't need to watch that part of the movie well, <laughs> according to that democratic uh, commercial that just described Trump is one when when the kid is saying, oh, there are people that want to control us and want to tell us how to live. That's the face that they put on the screen when he's oh. saying those words. So Trump is really a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> but everything hey. that they say, that, Trump, they the that, that doing it's it. <laughs> they're
0: doing it. I mean, uh, <laughs> wh- wh- what, is, what is the problem here? <laughs> you people are crazy. <laughs>
3: well, again, it's the eternal inversion thing that the... Uh, The dark ones use. They say one thing, they do the opposite. Or they accuse their opponents of doing what they are doing.
0: Yes, but just because they accuse us of being stupid doesn't mean we're going to be stupid. We just lived through this. (laughs) We're living through it now. (laughs) They're going to have inflation. Yeah, we got it. You know they're gonna have a war. They're gonna take over. They're gonna make. They're gonna censor us. They. Well, one guy said they were gonna take your children and kill
1: them. was <laughs> like what? Are you kidding me? Oh, the, the, remember that? Uh, I I forget where the, it was being said. Somebody was going around talking that they were trying to legalize. Uh, I know that there's a, some there's something called late term abortion when 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 the the Pregnancy is past the point of termination, but there's somebody was going around talking that they were thinking of drafting some legal where it was, it was legal to terminate a baby because it's like some, some kind of crazy late term abortion because or whatever I'm saying. This is it. This is beyond science fiction. This is just murder. Are you trying to legalize murder? They did legalize murder in the Congress, yeah, in I the House.
3: It passed in a, a It passed. State
0: it pa- it passed oh, in the house
2: they it- were doing that before they even made it legal
0: before that before they the supreme court said you can't have abortions as a, as a federal law they said the states can do what they want but not at the federal level but they had already passed in congress and it's infanticide it's it's murder mm-hmm. of infants and it was like when I heard it I said no, this couldn't possibly be true you know because it was like what, what, you, what so you, can, you can have a, a baby born and then you kill it yeah. what And, Man, and I, I verified it I verified yeah. it I went back I saw the bill it, it's actually they passed it in the house because the republicans didn't have any numbers to stop it but it died there the Senate wouldn't even consider it. Thank God. I think. I mean, they may have done something that I missed, you know. But no, they they tried, and they want to codify. Codify means that the uh, the the Congress is going to make it so that everybody can have an abortion, and they want to include no time limit. So they they want to they want to make this a, a law of the land that you can kill babies
1: right at well, the, the end of this of the human race because according to um, that's another thing that I remember from his lectures according to Simon Parks that's something that has been the end of civilizations out in space alien civilizations where they did not protect their young where it was fair game to just terminate them whenever Um, uh, they did not survive that civilization became extinct so, I guess that's what the Democrats want. They want to become extinct. extinct?
0: Oh, they want to destroy this country, yes. Because if the country falls, so won't the rest of the world to them. See, the problem with America is we have guns. Mm. And the reason we have guns is because it was put into the Constitution. And it wasn't put into the Constitution so anybody can have a gun to murder somebody. It was... It says... Because the strength of the country, I don't remember the exact words, the strength of the comp- country relies on a strong militia, meaning that the people are armed. You know, every person can have the has the right to arm themselves because if they hadn't had the guns, they never would have beat the British. And another little fact that I found out just recently is that in the... I, and I knew this but I didn't, know, I didn't realize it was so little um, during the Revolutionary War only 20% of the population actually was engaged in fighting that war, war 80% of the population were all on the side of the British think of that only 20% threw the Brit- British crown out and created the greatest nation ever built Now, why is it the greatest nation ever built? Because they didn't put the power in the hands of a parliament or a king or an autocratic body, oligarchies. They didn't do that. They gave the power to the people. And that's what, if you study the Constitution, you can see their attempt and, you know, successful not flawless but successful attempt to keep the power in the hands of the people and one of the most important uh articles is a tenth uh, tenth is it an amendment let me think because what happened was that they they built the go the first the first article is structuring the congress the house the second one gives you the structure of the uh, president, the executive office. The third one gives you the judicial. And one of the the caveats in another another article is dealing with what is the states. How is the how are the states playing in this game? And basically, the only limitations on the states is that if somebody murders somebody in Massachusetts and runs to Florida, they can't get protected by Florida. They have to be sent back to Massachusetts. A few other little, you know, to, to have a community versus a bunch of little countries. There wasn't very much, in my opinion, uh, dictating how the states were supposed to, you know, play this game of federalism. But it's either the Tenth Amendment or the Tenth Article, but it's probably the Tenth Amendment. They actually said that if the federal government does something that the states do not think is constitutional, the states have a mandatory responsibility to do something about it. They don't specify what you're going to do, but you're going to have to, you can't let the federal government run amok. You've got to stop it. And then it says, and if the states won't do that, then it's up to the people. All right. so by constitutional law, we have the right to demand not only from the states but from the federal government to do what we tell them to do. And the reason we're in this terrible muck-muck is because they're not paying attention to the Constitution. You know, they talk about, oh, is it constitutional, constitutional, but they haven't been following it. When Nancy Pelosi got up there and ripped... Uh, the speech that D- Donald Trump had, had just given to the, to the world, she should have been brought up on legal charges. She destroyed a legal document of the United States federal government. And it's like, you know, thousands of dollars in fines and 10 years in prison you can get. She should have been brought up on those that, those charges. Then you would have had a return to the Constitution. But they just ignore the laws ignore them they don't pay any attention to it so it, well, it, when we talk about getting back the republic it's putting back the constitution is the law of the land
1: but it's uh you do realize that the creation of the u.s is the results of uh i don't mean to sound corny but it's the results of an alien issue that it was uh i i forget how long ago it was he thought he talked about it but one of the things that I remember Alex Collier talking about, that it just so happened at the time, at the time that the America was founded and the whole revolution, all of that, it was in the middle. It was there was a period of time, for 300 years, I, it must have been some kind of agreement bef- between the alien groups. For 300 years, the Earth was hands off. Nobody was gonna be mucking around with the earth with any of the earth affairs and what happened when that happened people chose to be free of the crowns because everything was under uh monarchies everywhere everywhere you looked it was of some kind of monarchy so the first the first challenge humans got they chose freedom then obviously they, they came back because we, we know the reptilians were here controlling everything and but that's that's the stuff that's ending because they uh as far as the others ones are concerned the humans have already de- decided to be free so they they don't want this anymore so whoever what that's why there are so many people are leaving i guess they are like we spoke this morning there are people that are leaving because they want to continue with that game well we're, we're already sick of that game
0: well the, you the, want to
1: leave leave dur- during
0: uh, i think it was um it might have been the winter of 77, 1777, at Valley Forge. I might be wrong on the year, but it was, it was wintertime, Valley Forge. They, the, the Congress of the United States had not even been giving money for support of the, of the Army. And they are bivouacked for the winter in B- Valley Forge, and they didn't have any food. They didn't have clothing, winter clothing for the for their troops. There there was nothing, and and George Washington was he he had been begging the Congress, please, you got to get us money here, you know, we got to have these supplies, and it just wasn't happening. And he went off. He told the story to uh, his staff. Actually, he had gone off into the um, into the woods a little bit to be by himself, and he actually felt that it was a lost cause and he couldn't continue to watch his soldiers just die of starvation so he was um, trying to figure out you know how do I go about stopping this when the the way that I remember it was that this blue light came down and gave him a download where he saw the country the United States what it was going to become from sea to shiny sea and whatever happened it was a spiritual awakening in him that allowed him to go back and say no we're gonna we're gonna continue this and the rest is history but you know was that a, a an angel was it an ET I don't know but that's a very very substantiated uh episode in in Washington's life so anyway election night (laughs) you know and I'm so glad that I don't have to go running over to Sandy's because of the flood because you know she she probably voted all Democrat I, I just don't understand these people they just I don't understand them and I wouldn't have been able to stay up until the wee hours of the morning seeing who wins (laughs) because I'm a junkie, I admit it you know, to me this is uh, every two years you get to get into this election thing and it's just it's just fun, I mean I'm not even when the Trump and Hillary thing, I couldn't have cared one way or the other I wasn't poor or I was more against Trump than I wasn't for Hillary, I didn't know all the stuff that I know now, oh my God, I actually voted for the woman. um oh, yeah, oh. yeah, no, I, oh, did. I wish
2: I hadn't heard those words,
0: yeah, well, see, now you know I'm human, I can make a mistake <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Boy did you, boy, did I <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah. yep,
2: yeah. do you honestly believe that they're gonna get a vote? A uh, uh, result tonight?
0: Oh, a lot. In a lot of places, they will. Like we'll know, we'll know within a couple of hours. Maybe, maybe instantaneously, what happened in Florida. Um, but the oh. See, see, oh, see, I see, see, see the see the one the thing that the thing that is. Um, it, oh, I watch so much of this stuff. I don't. I'm probably boring you guys. But there's an interesting thing happening in in Virginia. Because, you know, Virginia is one of the colonies. It's one of the, the you know, sources of the energy of the people that came out and built this country. So I, I, I have a real, you know, like, what what's Virginia thinking now, you know, type of thing. And they have a number of precincts that, three of them, and they're so close. This is a Democratic state, okay? They're so close that the Republicans could potentially take over the state. And... If if those, they say, okay, if uh, number one goes uh, Republican, well, then you, you've got a uh, it's going to be a good night for the Republicans. If two of them go, oh, it's going to be a very good night. And if three of them go, tsunami time. <laughs> so it's like there are key states that are going to give us an indication of how, how big the win will be. Let me put it to you that way, Dolly. And those, those results will come in fairly fast.
1: Well, what's going on with West Virginia that, uh, uh, as a state is... Uh, because my mom was showing me videos that she's found on YouTube. Uh, I forget the name of this guy's channel. The, the, the channel name has under his name. I forget. But he's got like... Um, he's driven around all these towns in West Virginia... And they're all uh, uh, ghost towns. You see the he's driving around, and, and, and in so many places the vegetation is overgrown and covering the the property, and like the streets are are destroyed, and it, everything is abandoned. And it's like it's like a horror movie when you see those horror movies where all the buildings are abandoned, and then the the ghosts or the zombies come out from between. It's like what the heck's happened here? Did they throw a bomb in West Virginia? Oh, and to make matters worse, what an idea. The particular town that he was filming, the name of the town is War. Who would name a town War? The the energy in that name is negative to begin with. Why would you name your town War? But everything was like that, abandoned buildings, and it was like uh, only at the very end he kind of like comes out to this main road and there's a uh, few stores and there's some buildings and there's few people walking around but it's like 90% of everything he showed is like abandoned yeah abandoned. but there, there, there's,
0: there's areas of the United States and the world I suppose where um, certain industries were very popular they built up a, a community but then the industry goes and finally the community uh, mm. so it might have been a very local place West Virginia is beautiful I mean it oh, I, yeah. I, was station, I was stationed I was stationed in Virginia and we would take motorcycles and go up through West Virginia and it just is is a beautiful beautiful and, and the energy is, is nice but okay, you, I don't ever remember running through, going through a, any kind of a large town in West Virginia on the motorcycles it was all very small little so I don't think the state is heavily populated to begin with but one, and
2: don't they have a bunch of coal
0: mines? Well that's what I'm thinking. I think that some there was it was probably had to do with uh, who knows Walt but it probably I mean the state's still there they have isn't uh, what's his face uh, Joe Mansion isn't he uh, the senator from West Virginia? I think he is. And that's why he went freaky when Biden, see, see Biden has done some of the most amazing. You go like, uh, okay, is he not only trying to take down America, he's trying to take down the Democratic Party too? Because he was at some rally for somebody in Maryland or someplace talking to some Democrats or something. And he said, I'm going to close down every coal, <clears throat> excuse me, every coal mine. We're gonna close them down, and Mansion went nuts because that's where his West Virginia, I think, um, makes any kind of economy. But he gets up there and he tells them, you know, we're gonna close everything down, everything down, and it's like, uh, dude, you do you realize that the electricity that you want to use in your electric cars comes from coal? And do you realize that the only place in the world right now that's got vast amounts of gas, petroleum gas, that you can heat your homes and do all this wonderful stuff with, that it's America? And that in China, they don't have that? So what are they burning? They're burning coal? It's the same earth if you burn it in China and you don't burn it in America, but America dies because you don't have any coal running the electricity to put in the cars i mean the whole thing is absolute insanity
3: <laughs> yeah well it, nancy it, it exposes the uh, the geopolitical agenda of energy you know to buy if they don't buy coal uh, if they don't use coal locally they have to buy it from somewhere or buy energy from somewhere else and i guess that's the game that's been played for a long time with the uh, the oil and you know, uh, the Democrats putting down any uh, energetic independence. I mean, I heard there's the same thing going on in Europe. I heard that in Poland, uh, they forced the uh, coal mines or uh, I think, yeah, the coal mines to close and they flooded them apparently. So to make sure they don't use the coal in the mine. So now they have to rely on the natural gas and who, you know, it, Who makes money with this you're independent you have your own coal you have your own energy and then you have that you depend on other countries uh, buying gas at big prices and russia so that biden thing is that it's just another chapter of that geopolitical energy takeover uh, that profits just a few it's not for the people it's for the 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 few atop the pyramid making the money selling the uh, the energy
0: well, I can't wait for the Republicans to take over the House, okay? Because another whistleblower has come forth regarding the treasonous activities of somebody named Joe Biden. And this one is rich, okay? He comes out, and you he's, he's, he can't see his face, and his voice has been distorted. But he, he proceeds to tell that he was on a phone call. And on the phone call was um, Senator Reid, uh, was, he, was he Arizona? He's out there someplace in the West. And Biden and a number, he named named to a couple of other people, were having a business discussion that he was part of. He was part of this business. And the business was online gambling. And <laughs> the guy that was a whistleblower, he said, let me be clear. Joe Biden, in my opinion, was acting as the chairman of the board, and that he was very much focused on how much money they were going to make. So, and and apparently, whatever this gaming thing is, is is not, you know, necessarily legit for the vice. Bi- he was the vice president of the United States at the time. So there's more and more of this absolute bizarre connection that the Biden family has with treason and just greedy unbelievably stupid people but they're betting on the fact that they're not going to get burnt oh they don't you know who cares about the laws i'm joe biden you know it's just really weird but i think they're going to get slammed very shortly here and let's be just grateful that we've gotten this far into the election there was a lot of people thinking that there'd be some false flag or something to stop the election uh, the Arizona thing was interesting because what was going wrong there now remember Arizona Arizona came came out within I mean they hadn't even hardly counted when they said it was for Biden and that you know the Fox people uh, the two commentators on Fox were like what what are you talking about? They just closed the polls. But the, their own Fox people had said, no, it's gone for Arizona. And they looking at each other going, like, how can this even be possible? And shortly after that, they shut down, you know, at 4 o'clock in the morning, they shut down the operations in, in the swing states. One Somebody had a pipe break. And they've got video of people going under tables and pulling out ballots and stuffing them in the machines. I mean, it's, it's, it's blatant, you know, and it's all over the place. So they were making sure, it's very, Carrie Lake was talking about this too. Is that, as a matter of fact, when she went and voted, she, had a, she was giving a news broadcast, uh, you know, press conference right there. And the lady standing next to her is a very, very well-known lawyer. And she would turn to her, and she would, you know, have her speak. Anytime, I mean, these people are so professional, they're so classy. And she was explaining what had happened is that a bunch of the electronic voting machines had malfunctioned. Twenty percent of them in Maricopa County, which is the Arizona Phoenix. It's where everybody lives. <laughs> It's where all the numbers Maricopa. are, Maricopa. Thank you. That all the numbers are coming from, and 20% of the electronic voting machines were malfunctioning, and apparently what was happening. And this actually happened here in when we were doing early voting and over the neighborhood thing, you know, last year. Some of the machines you'd have to. I had the problem you know I'm trying to feed the thing through and it kept kicking it back to me and so then this person that was you know the whatever he came over and he it took him a good six times before it caught and went in now that obviously was some kind of a mechanical thing but it wasn't twenty percent of those voting machines but they have the problem in Arizona right now. And so she was she was um, saying to, to the cameras, you know, don't get out of line. Vote. No matter how long you have to be there, don't get out of line. And um, it, they've got lawyers virtually all over. Hundreds of lawyers are in Arizona. Republican lawyers apparently there's democratic lawyers too and apparently the fed sent some law stuff down there too because they all know that <laughs> they they're, they're going to try to cheat and everybody thinks the other other side is going to cheat so i mean i don't know how anybody can cheat down there cuz everybody's watching everybody
2: <laughs> they already have filed some filed some suits legal suits against uh, the voting system
0: well the other damn thing about it is the, the person who's in charge of the voting is the secretary of the state I think is what her position is 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 a woman that she's running against yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> it's <is> like funny. <laughs> it's, it, it, and one of the questions was you know Do you think she should recluse recluse herself? Is that right? Recluse?
2: Recluse herself.
0: Yeah. And Carrie said, We've been asking her to do that from the beginning when she first (laughs) started running. And the first problem they had was in the primaries because within two hours, they didn't have any ballots for the Republican primary (laughs) in the same county. Under the candidate that became her opponent I mean every place you look it's crazier and crazier and another great question that they asked her was uh and this was something that she oh god this woman I'm telling you she is good every time somebody would ask her a question she would say what's your name and who do you work for she made them commit their name and the company that they worked for uh on the video you know I want to know each and every one of your name and who you work for and so this one person says yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. are you gonna uh, uh, oh they would say oh well Trump, Trump made that announcement that he's gonna make an announcement and, uh, and she says and I hope it's because he's gonna run for president you know she said we need him back here she's not holding her punches at all about you know being a, a Trump supporter and then they said to her well are are, are you going to become his vice president and she's she's talking right into the to the camera you know and she says let me tell you i don't think you've been to any of my other press conferences because we've had this question many times but I will tell you again I am not only going to be here for the first four years I'm going to be here for eight years and I'm going to be the worst friggin thing what did she say friggin problem you people have because I'm going to make you right and she's pointing at at the fake media people right and then the Fox commentator comes on. And he says, "I, I, I don't know how she's going to make it right. We've had free press forever and ever." And he was such a jackass. Obviously, not one of those in the know. But she is amazing. She truly is. And it I just, love her. It just makes you. I mean, I'd love to see her president. But she's. Gonna, oh yeah. She's and and um, they had a and this didn't get much press because she kind of squelched it. Um. They had two letters, that, envelopes, that came to her campaign headquarters that not only were the letters extremely, extremely uh, nasty and threatening, but there was white powder in it. And two, some of her staff got, you know, one one woman opened it up, and then out of, you know, probably panic threw it in the waste paper basket another woman picked it up out of the waste paper basket so they're this powder's going all over the place and uh, Carrie said I, I she said she said I don't want to make this a, a, a point at all she said our staff they seem to be fine we got them on, on we're monitoring them I just want to know who did this you know and it, they didn't make it into any they, she was the one that was you know no she, she said I'm going to answer it but I don't want this to be the you know the story right now. We're trying to get elected here, and um, again, you know, so you don't know, you know, what that was about. But there's been some nasty things. But she said, she said, uh, and to be honest with you, she said, I know what I got into. She said this. She said this is a dangerous position we're in, and this is only the you know something that's it's going to get worse, and there's going to be more of it. But we're not going to back down. We're not going to stop. She talks, I mean, like she tells it just like it is. She's such a breath of fresh air. Every time I see her on, I stop whatever I'm doing to see what she's going to say. Because she's also very funny. So, we got good things happening. Nick, I want to ask you a question. Go ahead. I've heard that Canada under Trudeau has passed a suicide bill that allows somebody who's depressed to be suicided by a doctor. Is that true or don't you know?
3: I heard about it. I haven't, since I don't watch MSM, I didn't really see the uh, official things uh, about this law, but I heard about it. And I guess they must have uh, modified the existing law because you you do have uh, assisted suicide here in Canada. And, um, I mean, someone who has, like, terminal cancer can ask uh, for assisted suicide in a hospital, and and, uh, your case is studied, and if you're accepted, well, you get the injection, and bye-bye, you go. But I guess they they pushed the uh, woke agenda thing to... uh, Include uh, whoever feels like committing suicide nowadays. I guess it's part of their woke agenda thing.
0: Well, I heard that uh, there was one case where this guy went to the hospital to have a hearing test and ended up committing suicide. What? Yeah, and I, that one was so far out, I kind of put it on the edge of, I'm not sure about that one, but there was... Again, some, Yeah,
3: uh, is it part of the movie to wake up people? Because it just kept... It gets crazier and crazier, and we keep saying that, but yet it gets crazier and crazier. I mean, how far are they going to push it? And people need to wake up. This is just so.
2: That reminds me of Soylent Green, that movie where they would they had the, the Charlton Heston played in it. They. They would have people come in and they'd pay to have a, like a beautiful scenery up and they'd be on this gurney thing and the music would be playing nicely and what was happening was they were being euthanized. Uh, they wanted they the person's choice. Yes, I want to go. And then they would send them over, the body over to a factory and uh run it through the process and they fed the people to they fed the the ones who committed suicide they made them into wafers and they fed the wafers to the people
0: and they called them solvent green that's
1: what tire yeah with. that's it. yeah so soylent not solvent oh soylent <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because because it, they they claim it was a mixture of soybeans and lentil. Uh, soy lentil. Oh, okay, I was man. about to ask if if that's a made up word. <laughs>
3: uh,
0: I have always thought it was solvent. I never quite understood that, but oh wow, it even got weirder. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, I hope we don't. And have. when
2: I heard that about Canada. Uh, euthanizing their people i th- that's exactly the thing that came in my mind and i thought oh and they have to show us everything they're doing
3: mm. well it could be you know they're hiding uh, sacrifices it's a way to sacrifice mm-hmm. yeah just like the uh, late term abortion i mean this is such a crazy concept late term report uh, No, post-birth abortion. I mean, what kind of a concept is that? Totally anti-life, anti anything. That, it doesn't make sense.
2: Well, they need the baby's parts. They want. They use them for sacrificing. Um, they need the blood for their adrenochrome stuff. They use. The, they use the babies.
0: Okay, you blew Nick out of the water right then, and
3: me too. Oh, no, no, I'm in a loop with that agenda. It's just that I'm thinking, okay, it's now... They they have to show it to the people in Canada, and I guess this could be part of the movie to slowly put that into the uh, collective uh, consciousness, you know, this uh, suicide thing for kids or younger ones, and...
1: uh, yeah, they
0: do, if they're depressed, they can commit. Su- they can go and have, be committed. You know, have suicide. I would have su- another. I would
1: have another question about this. Okay, well, with all these legal suicides, okay, people have a depression and they want to end their life. Okay, okay, fine. Got it. Got it. Got it. It's a little perfect. Okay. Uh, who pays for interment? In, and the question is: Is there a real interment? What happens to the body afterwards? Because if, if so, that person's committing suicide legally, and then the body disappears, that means somebody's using that. I want to know who.
0: They become a wafer that everybody eats as Ritz crackers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. yeah but, no, you know the organs
3: <laughs> are probably harvested and sold at big price. You know, if it's young young people <laughs> committing suicide. Yeah, maybe it's they. It's the whole uh, organ harvesting business.
0: Maybe it's something. Yeah. Maybe it's something to put the. Uh, what do they call it? The fish eggs on? What is that? Caviar. Yeah, caviar. It's a little. It's a little special cracker for caviar. Or it's in the hamburger. Okay, disturbance. I was, a, I was about to say. <laughs> it the week, so. Right. Okay, we'll be right back. And welcome back to Cosmic Reality Radio Show, November Eighth, Twenty Twenty Two. Uh, I hope we didn't lose too many of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> that got into a really kind of a gross discussion there uh, we lost
2: so, the infinite but she hates politics
0: she hates she what? Really,
2: politics well, she, whenever we talk
0: huh? she left the, the chat? because yeah. we, we were talking I,
2: I'm, I'm glad when when she leaves because she really doesn't like politics and why should she sit here and listen to it When she hates it
0: that much. (laughs) Right. Well, actually, uh, you know, I mean, people don't look at it as much as I do. And we have people all over the world that are engaged in what happens here in America. And so when I'm talking to the audience, it's not necessarily an American audience. I'm trying to explain to people how insane we are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, You know?
2: I think... I think we need to talk about it Because of everything you just said uh, People get this They think we're cowboys and Indians Well We don't have those plans As much as we used to do we?
0: No it's more like an <laughs> insane asylum <laughs> Yeah true <laughs> Yeah uh, No it's, it's it, it, in America. It, Well it's not just America It's the whole world you know, I mean, yeah. if, if if we're having this insanity here, you know, I mean, I, I'm just so grateful that the the Italians, I believe, you know, elected that woman, whose name I can't even remember right now, who was very much like Carrie Lake, telling it like it is, you know, oh, cool. and, and she's, the, she's the head of the Italian government now. And she's, I mean, she's saying the same things that we're all saying that are saying comp, people that are looking at life and saying this is all crazy you people are crazy out there there's some politician out there and he's he's he flat out says look at they're insane just accept they're insane and let's get on with it (laughs) he's running for some office i don't know i don't even remember who it was but it was just like and and whoever was talking to him started laughing and and said oh i'm going to quote you on that they're just insane Uh, anyway, so I'm sorry people don't like you know our discussion tonight, but for some people it's it's something. Hey, it's only going to happen every two years, so get over
3: it. <laughs> yeah, but it's such it's such a historical day because it it's going to have repercussions worldwide
2: for the rest of forever.
0: Yes. yes. Let's, let's put it let's put it in stark you know. In fact if if the Republicans don't take over we're screwed yep there will be a revolution they will bet it there'll be a revolution because th- think of it okay why are the people in New England you know freaking out because it's it's winter time well it's because they don't have anything to heat their houses with. And on top of that, the inflation is eating into uh, the fact that if they can get the... Because they can't even get the the oil or the, uh, the gas anymore. Not anymore, but it's, it's... Okay, I've got a theory here. <laughs> I think that... I can't imagine the White Hats will allow people to die of freezing to death because they don't have any heat when it's all around us under the ground. And so... I suspect that, if they're as good as they should be, hopefully are, that there's a lot more gas and oil that's actually coming out and being kept, or that the equipment is ready to go right back to work. I'm not particularly concerned about this doomsday scenario, you know. Um, because they I,
2: aren't going to let people starve to death either. No,
0: I don't think so. But I don't think I don't think um, Americans would either. I mean, if, if it got to that, okay, up in up in in Europe, they have no options here because it's like you say they've tried to take away the coal mines by flooding them, and so they're cutting down trees. They're doing whatever they can do to get any kind of heating because the. They, 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 their government stopped the supply from Russia because the Russians had attacked Ukraine and so the people of Europe have to freeze to death um, the, the, the point being here that here you're going to have a hard time if, if, if the people who own the oil company say I'm not going to watch Massachusetts freeze to death you know, get me a militia around here. We're going to pump gas and we're going to get it to them. You know, I hope that those are the Americans that I know. You yeah. you, you can't even, I mean, there's no way you're going to be able to beat an American. They come together in ways that, I just, I, I, hey, I was in the military, you know, I've, I know what American, true American veteran patriots will do, and they'll do everything and anything to protect the American people. They don't go to war to protect a flag. They don't go to war to protect the Constitution. They go to war to protect their family and friends. That's what the the deep motivation is. Patriotism is just an expression of the love you have for your neighbors and your family. And this is a country that was brought together under God in a concept of it's a spiritual mission. You know nobody in their right mind would have done what those people did because the odds were very much against them. but they had no choice. They felt it. in every be- cell in their body they felt it. I've got to be free. I've got to free my people my fan, family, my neighborhood and, and you know we still got that we got it all over the world The fact it, it, America was the one that did it there are, are Americans in spirit all over the world ask the Iranian, Iranian people right now who are dying in the streets because they've had enough and that's not getting anywhere near the attention it should I don't even know where it is right now I got looking at the election that's what they do you get, get us off on these tangents so what else do we got here kids oh you know what we do have is we do have Matthew Manning uh, Ward sorry about that Matthew Ward's um, November letter yeah do you want to you
1: ask Walt
2: yeah please Walt would you read Matthew's letter
1: Uh, just give me a second I need to find it Thank
0: well, you. I've got it here. Here it is. Oops. I, ju- it. I just, you got it no, because I...
1: No, November 1st? No, no, that's not it. Yeah. November, is it, is it yeah,
0: November, yeah, 1st?
1: Yeah, yeah, November 1st? Yes, November 1st. okay. <clears throat> the title of this message is Energy Field of Potential, Message from ET on Earth, Awakening Souls. Steps into Earth's Golden Age, legal, in quotes, killing courts, lost souls. With loving greetings from all souls at this station, this is Matthew. Shake, rattle, and roll aptly describes Earth's energy field of potential, which is a reflection of Light Force's apt-up activity on the planet to dismantle the remnants of the Illuminati's global network. Most of the populace have no idea what is underlying, what is underlying happenings that are causing them stress and fear, and they don't know they have the ability to change anything. A highly evolved soul, Arnold, by name, recently spoke about this, and it is our great pleasure to share his words. Earth's people believe they are powerless to change situ- situations they see as grave because they don't know the power of the mind is boundless. That knowledge has been hidden from them by the darkness that also has kept them trapped for millennia in deception, delusion, fear, and battles. You volunteer to help them escape from that entrapment, and you are eager for evidence that your mission is indeed bearing fruit. Dear souls, soon you shall have it. Puppets of the darkness will cause chaos for a short period before accepting that the light forces have defeated them. During that period, anxiety and confusion will be by widespread, but when the brilliance of the light, and yours is a grand part of it, shines through the settling dust and revelations come forth, Earth's people will embrace the abundance of love energy and set about transforming their world. You have the honor, gratitude, and unconditional love of all light beings in this universe for your invaluable contributions to Gaia in and all over Earth's residence. Thank you, Suzanne, for recording my remarks, and thank you, Matthew, for gracious, graciously offering to include them in your message. And then there's a in brackets, uh, Arnold's first message, September 16. Uh, <clears throat> we thank you, Arnold, for your stirring words of assurance and loving tribute to light workers. Another indication of the effectiveness of your light, dear family, is this, e- this email that is similar to others my mother is receiving. In quotes, as a retired professor, professor and avid reader, I thought I was fairly knowledgeable until a few days ago when a former colleague sent me your newsletter. This is the first I have seen this information like this, and I can't stop thinking about it. I am specially interested in knowing about awakening. How will I know if I awaken, in quotes? Does it come in as a rush of enlightenment or in phases? Will I feel different emotionally? Our response to the dear soul who wrote applies to every soul searcher, and thanks to ever-rising vibrations, their numbers are increasing by the day. Simply stated, awakening is entering higher dimensions of spiritual and conscious awareness. For the writer, this process began by contemplating our information instead of dismissing it, but the beginning can come in a number of other ways. You may doubt the accuracy of something in a newscast, whereas formerly you didn't question reports from that source. Possibly you read something that is startling, yet it rings true and you feel motivated to learn more about that subject. Maybe someone's perspective of an important issue suddenly seems much more insightful than you previously thought, and your view now seems short-sighted. You may come across a metaphysical book or internet site that piques your interest in knowing more about what exists beyond the five senses, or maybe... In a quiet moment of the resolution of a baffling situation suddenly is clear and you wonder what other information may be in the stillness of your mind. However awakening begins, you will feel exhilarated by thinking more deeply and perceiving situations more broadly. You will experience a sense of aha, as well as humility as you learn to trust your intuition in distinguishing truth from falsehood. The desire to know more about yourself and your world starts feeling natural, as if you have turned a corner and are excited about exploring new territory. As you traverse this pathway of expanding spiritual and conscious awareness, you will come to know that you are a soul, not a person who has a soul, and you chose to experience this lifetime on earth. You will learn about multiple lifetimes In various civilizations in this universe and that between incarnations you live in a spirit world learning about soul contracts and pre-birth agreements will let you understand why some relationships and circumstances are splendid and others are difficult you will learn that light and love are the same energy consciousness emanating from creator the supreme being of the cosmos and it is the most powerful force in existence. In this universe, the energy comes from God, by whatever name you call the supreme being of this universe. As an aspect of God, you are unique, independent, sovereign, immortal soul energetically connected with every other life form throughout this universe and with Creator. Along with seeing yourself as a multidimensional member of the universal family, you will learn about your powerful innate abilities. Every step along this pathway of discovery <clears throat> will evoke a profound sense of awe, fulfillment and gratitude for new knowledge. Yet, the reality of your experiencing is even more profound. It has been a process of self-discovery that you have learned is not new knowledge. Everything is known at soul level, and by consciously tapping into that vastness, you are remembering what you already know. The universal law of attraction, like attracts like, is bringing together awakening and awakened souls. This connecting of kindred spirits will continue until there is unity in the collective consciousness and Earth's golden age can begin blooming with glorious earnestness. Manifesting that sublime age will entail establishing new systems, institutions, policies, methods and attitudes to replace the old that no longer serve any purpose. For millennia, those ways that are rooted in harshness, ignorance, unjustness, divisiveness, prejudice, economic disparity and warring have enabled countless souls in this universe to experience what they chose to complete third density karmic lessons and attain balance so they could evolve to fourth density. The time for that is rapidly coming to an end on earth. Then, souls who want to complete 3D karma will incarnate in some third density world that offers them those circumstances they need. The transitional path from old ways to the new will be joyful, exciting adventure for all those who chose to go go in that direction. Still, some steps that are clearing the way to that path may not be easily accepted, and we thank the sensitive soul who wrote about one such step. In quotes, I would like to know how souls at your station feels about condemning to death people who commit terrible crimes instead of life terms in prison. What does it say about us spiritually and evolutionary wise if we sanction legal killing, even though the afterlife review will be severe punishment? Can you tell me why trials for some civilians are held in military courts instead of courts with a jury of peers? Can you explain why God lets, the, lets any of his children become dangerous criminals and lost souls? That any members of our universal family lose their way to the extent that some have a, have, is a deep sadness for all of us at this station. However, that feeling cannot linger because its low vibrations would interrupt the continuous flow of light that helps keeps the universe in balance. Darkness in your world cannot be extinguished completely if persons who committed crimes against humanity are imprisoned. Individuals who planned and carried out the pandemic and are involved in sex trafficking and pedophilia, participate in satanic rituals, or commit other atrocities, are puppets of the darkness. As long as they are living on earth, their thoughts and feelings will continue to generate the lowest of vibrations. Vibrations, high and low, are contagious. It is easy to see how quickly the high vibes of joy and laughter spread. The spread of low vibrations becomes noticeable only after it is too late to reverse its destructive course. That is why the dark forces were able to annihilate civilizations in other worlds and obliterate entire planets. It is why that force twice was able to take over ancient civilizations in your world and much later send the planets spiraling down into deep third density. Gaia does not want that to happen again. The civilians whose trials are in military courts are individuals who committed one or more of the aforementioned crimes. With good reason, they are not tried in criminal courts where bribery, threats, lying, strategic delays, withholding incriminating evidence, false accusations, technicalities that result in case dismissal, and plea bargaining are frequent. Also, guilty verdicts can be appealed. None of that occurs in military courts. When evidence is overwhelming and irrefutable, the verdict is guilty and a punishment that fits the crime. Everything is handed legally, judiciously, and quickly. Please do not interpret our addressing the death penalty for individuals who are guilty of committing unconscionable acts as our endorsement of souls killing other souls. It is that we understand why In this situation, this is necessary. Manifesting Earth's density, her golden age, requires the eradication of all darkness on the planet, and that cannot be accomplished if puppets of the Dark Ones and their number in the many thousands continue emitting the low vibrations that enable the forces' influence not only to remain, but spread. In last month's message, we talked about the power of forgiving souls. What we said in that message is especially relevant to the individuals we are speaking about today. Now then, the life review process is not a replacement or substitute for your society's lawful trials, and it is a misunderstanding that the review is punishment. It is the universal law of physics that pertains to the consequences of an individual's free will actions and intentions, a lifelong movie, that includes the same feelings of every person whose life that individual touched. Many reviews are joyous occasions that can be reverently thought of as the grand finale of a kind, caring person's lifetime on earth. That is not the case for individuals the dear soul who wrote is referring to. If God could prevent any of his children from becoming heinous criminals, surely he would, but he cannot. He is bound to honor the Creator's gift of free will to every soul in this universe. He is not permitted to interfere, even with some of his children, treat others in unconscionable ways, start wars, or embark upon Jennifer's side as an amalgamation of every soul in this universe. His words, he knows every thought and feels every emotion, from joy to grief, from safety to fear, of all his children and he suffers the same physical pain they do. To us, that is an unimaginable burden, but he bears it willingly because his love for all his children is unconditional. Lost souls are the province of Creator, the source of love-light energy, in which all souls in the cosmos originated and the only other power that can, that can declare a soul lost. If, After a soul's myriad lifetimes in darkness and continuous offers of light forces help to break free of dark forces' influence, it still chooses the path of atrocity, violence, and fear-mongering. Creator draws the soul's energy back into itself. When that happened, and it is extremely rare, it is as if that soul never existed. Now, beloved brothers and sisters, we end our message with the love and upliftment of Arnold's words. You volunteered to help them escape from that entrapment, and you are eager for evidence that your mission is indeed bearing fruit. Dear souls, soon you shall have it. You have the honor, gratitude, and unconditional love of all light beings in this universe for your invaluable contributions to Gaia and all of Earth's residents. Love and peace, Suzanne Ward. Back to you, Chief. Thank you, Walt. Thank you, Sheriff. Yes, that
0: was, you know, that was um, a really profound discussion of what it was discussing because it's something that I think we've touched on but never really gotten into. You know, because our instinct that i think it, 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 because we are who we are is like we'll just put them away in a box and 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 not make not have to make that horrendous decision to end their life you know we it's something that we kind of avoid by putting them in prison but the concept that their very existence on the planet puts out dark energy i had never even thought of and now i can more easily get on the side of no you know we have to do it within every letter of the law but we have to do it we have to have the strength to take out all the darkness not to be so so loving and kind you know that we let this persist because we we can't can't happen you know and we we're, we're We've got dominion over the planet. We've got to get rid of everything, and if that takes making a, I in quotes, moral uh, position of uh, off with their heads, <laughs> I guess we got to do
1: it. But that was well, that was brilliant. An, an, another another thing that uh, contributes to the failure of the prison system. It's uh, th- that's where your concept of neurology, is going to be universally applied. I think that uh, in the future, if there is such a thing as schools, or maybe it'll be more like a, a ringing cedars of Russia type schools, um, the first thing that children need to be taught, besides their own design, to, to know how why they're unique, they the first thing they should be taught is in neurology. Because think about the uh, prison system. How can that be a place to fix anybody when you're putting people of the same low frequency all together in in a bunch. If anything, they're going to get worse. And that's, I mean, there are exceptional souls that do learn from their present state and they change the course in their life. Yes, they do exist. They've written books and done movies about it. But they are the very, very few. The majority, they they just get worse because you're taking a, uh, let's, let's, in quotes, a bad person, and you're putting them in a bader place. So- oh, you can't even
0: believe what it, <laughs> you can't believe what it's like. You know, Derek was a prison guard in a, in a high security prison kind of concept. And when I first started talking to him, he was still working there. He was in his truck. You know, he was up all night going around with the truck on the outside of the prison, uh, the grounds. And so we would talk for hours. And he would never really tell me details about situations that he had encountered. But unfortunately, I kind of like, we were talking about telepathy, I was kind of reading his mind and seeing the pictures and knowing what he was going through. And it was just like, oh my God, I can't believe what happens to the people like him who can see it. He would see these entities. Controlling prisoners. I mean, it, it, it was like, I can't even believe that he, he was there. For 16 years, he lived in that that mental tor- torment. That
1: uh, I mean, it's just... and But, but on the other side it sh- of it... And it showed. Because when he left the prison system, he started making a radical. In fact, I think that's when he started to bloom. If people think that the Derek that they hear on the radio now is the same, Derek, no, they're very wrong. <laughs> that, that was a different Derek, the, totally in, in the different. prison system. <laughs> totally different.
0: But he pointed out something to me that um, I, I was just like so tickled with. Do you realize that the, we're in Russia where the ringing cedar trees, the forest is, right? Well, that mm. same forest is in Washington state. So right there where he's got, because he was he, he, he was talking about a, a building he had been in, and he said, and they had the, it had the cedar uh, ceilings, and I asked him, I said, "Well, you must have a lot of cedar in the area." And, he, and that's when he told me. he said, we got the same cedar trees that grow in Anastasia's forest." <laughs> so how cool is that? Yeah, you know that that the building that he's in—it's a—it was a grocery store, but the entire ceiling is that the singing cedar tree tree weave. I, I just was like, whoa, and it's all around him. So, and mysticalwares.com dot com, he's got amazing things. I just got oh, I got the rosy dragon, and it. it it's, it's just amazing I'll put a picture in the chat um, the energy it's a 3D printing of a dragon but the wings move the tail moves the neck moves the head moves it moves all over the place and it's not just the, uh, the structure from the 3D uh, the stuff they were using to make the 3D image then they cover it with um, uh, shungite. There's a shunga. I don't know what they're using actually, and then they put a uh, another covering on it to make it uh, protect protect the whole thing. You know, uh, and it's just it's just an amazing. It's it's an energy device, but it's an energy device that engages your imagination much more so than you know, the type of things that we normally do. This this is you, you can look into her eye. It. It's just an amazing experience. And there, he, he sell, he's only made a few of these, and he does these things. He he doesn't do it for the money. He does it because he wants to be able to see if he can do it. And uh, But he's got a couple of more, a few more up there that you can get. And if you're an energy person, if you love to engage your imagination, if you believe that you can go off into a realm where you can actually ride a dragon if, if you're one of those kind of people then you know ask your guides to get you the, the money to be able to get this he gifted it to me um, and this is the one that had the blue light come off of it that we he captured in a, in a photograph uh, oh yeah I was going to put that in chat so
3: Nick we haven't heard
0: from you in a while
3: I was about to say, uh, I'd like to comment on what uh, Walt just said about the prisons. You know, what occurred to me is that one of the reasons for these prisons might be um, some kind of anchor point for the dark ones to anchor dark energy. You know, because you have such a concentration of negative energy. and
1: uh, It's even worse ever since they turned it into a business.
3: That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I heard about uh, the pri- privatization of of uh, prisons in the states. I don't know in Canada. I think it's it's a federal or provincially run, so it's not private businesses, as far as I know. Like you guys.
1: Um, so, well, the, I re- I remember seeing um, in, in in a website called the Golden Age of Gaia. I used to read uh, the articles because there are several authors. Uh, publishing their articles there and in in one one time they published an article by by someone the reason he was able to put down put forward the information in the article was because he was no longer contract bound he stopped working for those people this man was uh, associated with a recording label and the thing that he, he was astounded, because he says that one time there was a, a meeting at a, at a hotel, and they had invited all the uh, reps of recording labels. But before they were, you would be allowed to enter into the meeting proper, you had to sign this non-disclosure agreement. And that, that way it was kind of, Odd. Why an undisclosure agreement on a recording label? You know that that sounded kind of odd, and in fact, so much so that, that there were reps from recording labels that, after reading the the document, they decided not to sign. Therefore, they weren't allowed in. Uh, he went in because his uh, employers authorized. You know they 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 gave him orders to sign the the nondisclosure agreement. So that he goes in here and what it is the um, the sponsors of this meeting were like um, like a conglomerate kind of thing because these were people that were financing the building and deployment of private uh, prisons that that was the, that was their business and the thing that they were the reason and, and and he thought why are we involved and the reason they were involved is because they wanted to discuss with all these uh, people from the recording labels. Okay, what what is the best way to spread, um, for example, rap? All that all that music that keeps fomenting violence and violence thoughts and the, because what they were what they were doing they were investing, especially you know, young people, uh, especially the the Afro American youth, you know fomenting their crime because they it was they were the ones who were going to fill these private prisons. So the more criminal sounding music, the more people you have to put in prison. So this this, this was a business plan. They were going to discuss how better to foment violence and crime crime among the young people by pushing the, uh, the rap music all the violent sounding music with all violent lyrics and and, and and words and everything and and that that was it that was it how to how to put out is how to pro- produce more product which is crime how to produce more crime therefore more customers to put into the prison system
3: it's just another example of the concept of social engineering oh yeah I mean, you know these words social engineering, I think they act the um the definition of it because if you google words social engineering uh last time I did, the definition that was given was something weird to kind of throw you away from the co- the real concept of what it is. I think it said something like um Trying to convince someone of something, like someone trying to enter a building, um, telling the security guard at the entrance of the building that, oh, I work in this building here and I need to get in and you have to let me in. And It's some weird definition and, and it just doesn't match the, the real social engineering agenda that you've just described. Um I guess they don't want the people to to think about the real concept uh, yet. It's right there in our faces, and that's another example of it. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I want to add, um, in this concept of of uh, something anchoring an energy. So, if these prisons are, aside from private businesses, you know, they, they might be places where they anchor these dark energies. What about the cedars and, and trees? They're probably anchoring uh, like a totally different energy, a positive energy. Um, anything special about cedars, Nancy or Walt? Because I keep he- you guys he- talking about these books. I've never read the uh, the the book about the cedars.
1: I, I would suggest at least the very first one you, you'll never read anything like it <laughs> in fact you might feel that uh, you don't feel attracted to any kind of book because there's so much information so much knowledge in just the one and it's nine books I, I read all, all nine of them but uh, you can't put it down it just it, it expands your awareness to such a level it's like wow it's amazing I, I didn't know this I really didn't know this You just want to keep reading.
0: It's a story. It's a story. No, let me tell you the story. It's a story about a guy who goes up into the Russian. Well, if you think of Washington State and you just you know go west, that area of Russia, and he meets this woman Anastasia, and they end up actually. getting together and having a child but through the the series in the first book it's a, it's ju- just an introduction to her and then you know the the relationship goes after that but what he's talking about is that in the first book she teaches him a view of reality that his mind was really 3d you know type of guy you know and he wasn't somebody that was a metaphysician or anything and it was it's a very interesting way to be introduced to some fairly woo-woo concepts but concepts that we can explain through enterology that opened him up to a totally different life than he ever imagined even and we did we actually did um a whole series of radio shows on it that we would read a book he would read the same book I would and then we'd discuss it and the books are metaphysical in the fact that when he'd be talking about the book I'd go, I don't remember talking about that and I'd say something to him and he'd say, I don't remember that you know, it was like we were almost looking at, at two different books um, but we were coming together like that we could, you know they were really interesting YouTube took those down when they took the station down, Um, but anyway, so that's the basic story. Now, why don't you tell them some of the ways that Anastasia views the reality?
1: Well, for example, to explain to Nick the title of of the there is a reason for the title of the book, and that's because cedar trees, when they reach a certain age, they begin to ring. You can actually put your ear against the tree, and 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 it actually rings. So, when the tr- the tree begins to ring, there is a set number of years that you have left in the life of the tree. That if you don't do something for the because the, the tree is absorbing cosmic energy, you know it's, it's under the sky, year after year, and it's absorbing energies from the from the entire universe. So it comes a time when it either you release that energy or the tree will have to die. So they call it ringing cedars because in in the uh, storyline, the first pe- person, the first people that he meets re- uh, that, that want to talk to him about uh, c- uh, cedar trees is not Anastasia herself, which you meet later on. is her father and, uh, I mean, it's her grandfather and her uh Great grandfather, they want. They wanted somebody. They wanted to find somebody that would cut down the tree and actually make make a what do you call it a, a pendant, so that you can wear. Because that that energy, all that energy that the tree is gathering, that is actually being recorded into the wood. So if you make pendants on it. The body will get all the all the different energies it gets, and, and they told the man, "If you wear a pendant of this, not, nothing, nothing can can kill you. I mean, it will actually cure every illness that you have." And he said, "You mean something like cancer?" And uh, he explained it. One man explained it to the other, and and, he, and yes, my father says yes, because the the, the man. They they spoke a a, a a dialect of Russia that was far superior and far different to, to whatever he knew. He he would hear them talk. He could only make up fifty percent of the words. They actually knew words that he didn't know. <laughs> so that that's why it, the whole story begins with that, with the ringing cedars, and it's because because of the the cedars making that vibration when they reach a certain. A certain uh, time, and in fact, later on, he finds out the reason she grew up as an orphan is because the the parents tried to save a cedar that started ringing. So the mother went to break off one of the limbs, but the the energy discharge was so intense that it actually killed her, and her the grip. Her the death grip in her hand was such that she was left hanging from the tree limb and the husband went to get her down and he got the hit by the energy discharge and he also died so in one fell swoop she lost both parents and she was just a little girl uh, so oh that's very interesting uh, so uh, uh, that's why you know the, the title of the book is The Ringing Cedars of Russia but we're, this just in to our, correspond, our, to our newsroom. <laughs> the posse have something to say, so I'm not going to keep you waiting. Go ahead, Sheriff.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. It's that thing, The it's the uh, email that I wrote you. So the posse is reminding me Beware of false prophets. Well, reminding all of us, not just me. Beware of false prophets. Also, remember the election segment of this movie is just that, part of the movie. It is an important part that needs to play out, not just for people to see, but it's a big part of what they are naming as Part of the book. That's uh, don't what don't forget it.
1: to mention that you all of this <coughs> that you're saying is you were referring to that um, uh, one of our listeners shared with us uh, the latest uh, video from Utsava Anderson. Oh, yes, her yes. Prophecies. So this is in reference to that. I, I doused with the pendulum if everything that is being said in that article is true, and I got no. And I had to ask because I got a big warning bell when the first thing that comes out of our mouth is that Israel is going to be the new world capital, I'm, I'm thinking, what? Israel, the new world capital? Israel is is the the Luciferian capital of the world. That's going to be the new capital. Kazarian Mafia.
3: Yeah, yeah, the home of the Kazarian Mafia.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I ask, and I, no, I get, no, okay. I don't need to see any more, but Dali is a stronger... She's made of stuffer stuff than I am because she was. She sat through the whole video. I did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I got the message from the posse. Beware of false prophets. <laughs> okay, going on to... Uh, there will be some things that happen in an attempt by black hats, deep state, Satanists, and all evil beings to detract from and interfere with the excitement of people and the good energies of the people who are being drawn together by the voting process. They showed me uh all these people... Like in the crowds, the line's standing at the voting polls, and they're talking with each other, and they're being happy, and they're sharing all these good energies. So uh, that's what mainly they were talking about there, but there's other gatherings of people these days, too, so that gets thrown in there with the good energies that they're giving up. It is too much positive energies, love, happiness, joy, blending of good thoughts and energies, faiths from the good in the world. Evil can't handle it physically, emotionally, nor atmospherically. It actually pains them, the bad, the, the evil, our goodness, our love, our, all those things I mentioned, hurts them. There will be many attacks against good in many ways. Be strong. This part of the playbook is a hugely important part that must play out in all ways. Remember to pray for the White Hats, Warriors, and Angelic Armies, as well as for all good beings who are here to see this through In the ways they came to aid in the fight. Send out love blankets. Evil can't handle them. And that's what they said. So uh, I thought it was important enough to read to you all tonight. Because according to the posse, we are going to be bombarded with uh, pretend activities i can't say the words uh so like the paul pelosi thing paul pelosi according to real raw news was arrested and taken to gitmo he's living in gitmo now uh so that wasn't him in that paul pelosi attack uh, it was an actor, and it was a play. It was a a part of the play. So we're going to see a lot of things like that go on. Th- they were saying to me, Do not believe everything you see or hear, um, but don't be afraid, because this has to happen. It needs to play out. And... I just wanted y'all to beware. Shit's gonna hit the fan. Just don't get all all worked up about it. It's it's supposed to. It needs to.
1: So everything is an underwear so and a I, hardware commercial. I guess. I don't,
2: <laughs> I don't know what it means. <laughs> I don't know
0: what that means either.
2: New and one I, on I, me. I
1: saw it on Facebook. They were they put a commercial for a Halloween costume, and the and the disguise is a piece of underwear and a hammer, <laughs> and that's that's the disguise, for Halloween. Yeah, it was referring to
3: uh, Ukrainian energy board uh, oh, members. Oh, it's the Pelosi <laughs> thing, the, the Pelosi Hunter, thing. Hunter Biden thing. Oh God. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yeah, I think they recycled it for the uh, that uh, Paul Pelosi event as well. Yeah, There was a couple s- of memes with that costume, Hollywood costume, uh, Halloween costume thing. Quite funny uh, memes. You have to have a sense of humor. Yeah, we got to laugh because, I mean, the movie that's playing out out there, it's not for us. And I think, you know, we're just witnessing it. And the movie is there for people who need to wake up and... Yeah, I think it's it's it, we need to keep that vision of the new world that we want, and just say no to, to any external influences of, of from the dark ones. You know, especially now with the election being watched on every by every angle. You know, it's probably the the most monitored election ever since the 2020 uh, shenanigans. So. I guess the dark ones, since they're desperate, they're going to throw everything at it, and uh, I guess some of it might be uh, might make it through in the mainstream for the uh, sleepers to see it, but it's let's just not forget the moni- the the be witness of it, not feeling uh, concerned about it, but just witnessing it and keeping the energy of the new world that we want. Sorry, Dolly.
2: According to the posse, it's not for us. The voting stuff is not for us. It's I for mean. I mean, yeah. the deep state. It is causing uh, things to get done against the deep state and uh, it's, a, it's a clearing type action against the deep state. They have to have this uh, this part of the movie in the book. It's are are you before. are you
0: like referencing like a weeding out, it's like a trap?
3: Yeah, that's yeah. the word I had in mind. It's like yeah. a trap and they'll go for it. They'll, expose, they'll themselves. expose
2: themselves.
3: Yes, which
2: makes it easier to prosecute them, to pick them up and... Uh, give them their tribunal trial and say bye bye as they execute them. Yeah.
3: The day that they're gonna flip on the switch of the uh, emergency broadcast system and show us these military trials or you know all the stuff I that's been think really that's, going I don't, on. Don't, I don't think that's. That gonna date's happen. gonna be circled in red on my calendar. No, that's
0: not gonna. I don't <laughs> think that's gonna happen because because well, no no because think about it they don't need it they've got they've got the congress congress can bring all of this out okay you don't have to close down anything you just have hey, these hey whatever
3: the method as long as the information gets out I, yeah, i'm okay with
0: it yeah it's not going to i don't believe it'll be an emergency thing or anything this is this is done been being done very very well the fact that the election polls are now closing uh you know this is a big thing because I can't. You know the dark side. I, I can't imagine that they wouldn't have tried to stop the election, um, but obviously that's a sense of failure there. So we have we've had the election. Hopefully they're not going to steal it because they've got so many people watching. Everybody else, like I said earlier, but we're at the end of the show here. So um, yeah, Dolly, you want to say good night?
2: Good night, everybody. Thanks for being here, and thanks for for putting up with us and listening, because I think what we say is important.
0: And be safe in the storm there; it is coming your way. Oh, it's you. It's not, it's not going to be a big thing. Um. And Walt,
1: Walter. Okay, Nick. Thank you, Nancy. Oh. Thank you, Dolly. Thank you, Nick. Good night, everybody. Thank you for being here with us. Take care. And Nick, you,
0: you can take a couple of more minutes. I mean, a couple of minutes. Say good well, night.
3: Well, thanks, Walt, for reading the uh, Matthew uh, newsletter. It's always interesting to, to hear it. Um, you're such a good reader. It's always interesting to hear it with you. So thanks to Walt for reading. And yeah, let's just keep this uh, positive uh, vibe and, and just be witness to uh, what's happening. Keep the uh, you very positive much. vision
0: of our new world. Everybody be safe, and we'll see you next time with who knows what. <laughs> Preaching,
2: preaching, the unknown, unknown, unknown,
0: You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show Produced by Cosmic Reality Radio Thank you for listening Choose your